Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And today's Word for the Day is found in John chapter 1, verse 5. Here's what this verse says. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Let me read that again. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Now, this is part of this larger theme right here about God, the Word, Jesus, um, being light. And here it says that that Jesus is the light that shines in the darkness. And I think John's talking at a couple levels. Again, at one level, all light, in other words, all truth, goodness, beauty, all revelation of what is, is God-like and good, um, is sourced in Jesus. And all of that light that shines is ultimately comes from God the Word, God the Son, Jesus. So there's a sense where, you know, we tend to think of creation as nature and as something that exists on its own and God's kind of separate from it. But the biblical worldview is that everything that exists is completely infused with the presence of God. Um, it doesn't just point to God. God is present in it and through it. He's not the same as it. That's pantheism. That's not Christianity. But he's present in it, and all that is good and light in it is a revelation of God. So the heavens declare the glory of God. All creation reveals his character and his beauty and his wonder. And that light is infused in everything. And secondly, um, that light is most clearly um, kind of kind of focused and centered in Jesus of Nazareth. So the touchstone for interpreting the light that we experience in all of life is Jesus. And so that's who Jesus is as the light. But it says that that light shines in the darkness. So there is a dark side. There is a place for rebellion. Now, in Christianity, we're not dualists. That means we don't believe that <clears throat> there's good and evil are these two equal forces that always exist in creation. And that's kind of more like the force in Star Wars. That's not Christianity. Um, evil is not an independent force that exists under its own power. Evil is always um, privation, corruption, or rebellion. It's the absence of good. Just like darkness is not a thing itself, it's simply the absence of light. And so the metaphor works really well because what it tells us is there is darkness, there is there is part of creation that's in rebellion, both in the unseen world and in the world we see. Uh, people, and then the curse in creation comes from it. So there's darkness, there's evil, and darkness is always trying to overcome light, but it hasn't overcome it. So in a larger sense, that's true, but specifically in the story of the gospel, the story of John, Jesus shows up. He is light, it shines in the darkness. It exposes evil, and the darkness seeks to utterly destroy Jesus at the cross. But the cross and subsequently the resurrection become actually the greatest sources of light and revelation of the heart of God, his love for us, in the nature of life being fundamentally love and self-giving, that that is the ground of all reality. That's what the light ultimately is not just truth, good, and beauty, but beyond that, love. Love. The ground of all existence is 
is being itself God, not another being, but being itself, existence itself, and the central character, the central reality of who God is, is he is love, and that's the ground of everything else that exists. Darkness, evil, unlove is always a corruption on this, but Jesus is the light. He's come into the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome the light. The darkness has not overcome Jesus. Jesus is the victory, and because we are in him through baptism and faith, we share in the victory, and we walk in the light. What beautiful good news. God bless, and have a great day.